All right, everyone, this is Jason at Grand Slam Sports Cards and Comics here in Loveland, Colorado, and welcome to the first episode of Slamcast. This is our uh, experimental podcast. Uh, my name is Jason. I'm the manager of this Jim Jam joint, and I'm here with uh, my co-host, Jeremy Gray. Jeremy, would you like to... Yeah, hey, how's it going, everybody? Yeah. So Jeremy is uh, he's a... He's a pal of mine. I've known him for way too long. Uh, 1998. Yeah, shoot, man. What's that, like 20 years now? It's getting there. 18, 18. or so. It's a number. And, uh, yeah. So uh, Jeremy uh, Jeremy comes down here and you know helps me serve justice to people. In the form of comic books and sports cards and, and Magic the Gathering. Other games as well. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what this podcast is going to be about. We're just going to be talking about a bevy of topics. Nonsense. Shenanigans. Most of it, it hopefully pertains to something about the goings-ons of our store. Uh, things, that, things that happen around here. Things that might be happening currently in the world as well. So if you don't like sports, you know this might not be your thing sometimes. But sometimes we might be talking about... It's a wide variety of topics, right? It's a there's a eclectic range of topics. It's mostly sports, magic, and comics. Yeah, we won't get political unless you know. Uh, yeah. You get into the sports cards and the com. I mean, there's politics in those things, but. If we're getting political, it's probably about a board game. <laughs> it's about the Game of Thrones, probably. Yeah. We're just talking about backstabbing people. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this. So we're just gonna go right into it. Uh, big news this week. Uh, we're sports. We're, I'm a big sports guy. You like? Okay. You like the any sports? Uh yeah, I, I do like sports. I like baseball. I dislike football. <laughs> and I'm an American and like soccer. That's a rarity. It is. Uh. Yeah, I mean, what's the, what's the big news? Like, you, well, it's just the whole the, the whole Peyton Manning thing. Oh, Peyton Manning. I mean, yeah, he retired. Okay, sure. I ignored that conference. I, I actually learned about it on my Twitter update. I'm, I'm real big into Twitter. so yeah, I, was, the, I was right on the mark. Like I, It was in the Twitter moments. Yeah, we have, a, we have a Twitter, but I don't use Twitter. I never I never learn about anything on I know, Twitter. Like, your, your mode of uh, media branding is <laughs> Facebook, podcasts, and YouTube videos. Yeah, it's basically Facebook. Okay. There's no, I mean, I try to avoid YouTube as much as possible, even though I'm a writer. It's so. going to be one of those things when you look back at what kind of media you use, like you will know what decade you were born in, like pretty, pretty narrowly. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, because you're born, we're both born in the 80s. Maybe, so, like but... your mom's generation and your generation <laughs> are the only people that use Facebook. Gotcha. It's like fascinating. Yeah. I'm like a year younger than you, so... So you're Twitter for some reason? So, like, 81 is the cutoff? Right, exactly. I just, like, I just don't comprehend the importance of Twitter. Yeah. I don't know. We might might move into Twitter at some point. I have a Twitter. I mean, I have at Team Grand Slam. I'm talking about using it for Grand Slam Sports Cards and Comics. Loveland. To (laughs) to announce our uh, various events and going on. I feel like we've tried doing it before, but... I know, but... We keep advertising the... Everyone who patronizes the store is either in your generation <laughs> or your mom's generation. So it actually works out great for your clientele. Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't make any sense, though, because there's a lot of younger people who do the Facebook thing. And this is a... I'm I, glad... I could, I could be way off on this. Yeah, I mean, I, it's a theory. We should probably... We could probably write some charts and a Wikipedia about it. I feel like the younger kids use that... Uh, 
like Imgur. Imgur. Yeah. Like in Snapchat. Snapchat. I I don't even know what these things are, so I'm clearly too old for those. But yeah, I think you have to be born like after 1985. And I'm not sure how you like advertise anything on those. Uh, I don't know. Well, I think Snapchat. Well, you know, we're supposed to be talking about football and Peyton Manning. So, anyways, sure. uh, way off topic. This is going to happen a lot on Slamcast because uh, this is our whole life. It's part of the charm, baby. Yeah, it's basically Seinfeld. That's just that's how our lives are. Uh, but yeah, Peyton Manning retired. Uh, what's I know, like we watch a lot of football at Grand Slam on Sundays, which is one of the days they're here. Sure. And I recall, like your whole season, as is mine. We were just sad every time Peyton Manning was on the field. Oh, yeah. It was... Yeah, this was not a good year. Um, just despite the fact the Broncos won the Super Bowl. I, yeah, ironically. It was, like, some of the worst football. Yeah, and it was like watching, like, an old dog, like, try to fetch a stick. But you know, I'm, just not, like... I'm not here to disparage Peyton Manning on this... <laughs> Retirement. No, I'm not D'Angelo Williams. Retirement week, but <laughs> but I mean, truth be told, like it he wasn't great, and it was hard to watch. He was not great. Uh, he threw a lot of wounded ducks. He had that glove on the whole time that kind of bothered me, but yeah, I mean, he had like central nervous damage, so whatever. Well, he hasn't been able to feel the tips of his fingers, right? From my understanding, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it. He needed to retire, and it's good, and I'm glad. But it's to me, it's interesting because like it wasn't really expected, or no, excuse me, it was expected, right? Like we were all were just like he's gonna retire immediately. Oh, uh, it was sort of like fifty fifty, right? Like we knew he wasn't gonna play for the Broncos anymore, but like there were some rumors out there he might go play for the L.A. Rams. I don't know if you had heard those. I, I feel like I heard that rumble. So I mean, you know, it's like that when you're the the upper echelon athlete. Like you never know when to quit. You can't quit. Actually, it's mm-hmm. like it's like a drug, right? That that high level of competition. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's good that he walked away. He's he did not decapitate himself. <laughs> he did this, not decapitate this, himself. He did not cut season. off his own head. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I mean, there were some times in the playoffs this year. I thought it was going down. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, when when they pull Brock. That one game where he threw an infinite touch in, in interceptions. Right. And he just came in and the team just clicked. Sure. And I was like, he's still got it. Like, he, he can still do this. And, of course, we win the Super Bowl. And well, he was terrible. He was awful in the Super Bowl. He was great versus New England the first right. half. And then he was just dead. But, yeah, it's... Uh, it's it, it was fun fun watching him, I guess. I mean, you can't... I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a Peyton Manning fan. Oh, yeah? I think... You don't have a favorite Peyton... people know that, right? Do you have a favorite Peyton Manning moment? My favorite Peyton Manning moment? Yeah. You have like a good moment Just that off you... off the top of my head? Yeah, that's... Like, cut that meat? <laughs> For what is this? Oh, that's like an ad from maybe like five years ago? I think it's a State Farm ad. Oh, okay. He's just like... He's like, what if Peyton Manning was your number one fan or something? I think. Oh, okay, yeah, And yeah, he's yeah. like, goes to the butcher shop, right? And he's just like heckling the butcher right he's like cut that meat yeah that's so, a moment that's a moment it has nothing to do with football i was just <laughs> i was just over at the the office just now which is a restaurant behind my store and there was a commercial that was it was at&t 
like celebrating Peyton Manning and right. it threw out all the stats. And then I think one of the stats was thirty five direct T V ads. That's a stat. That's a stat. Yeah, that's that's a that's an achievement. So that's like two ads a year, really Shit. for his whole career for Directv. No, that's another good moment on, in the Peyton Manning like advertisement lexicon. Like, uh, the, do, you, do you remember that video with uh, it was a Directv ad with his brother? They're doing like a rap video. Yeah, that's that was hysterical. Yeah, that was like two seasons ago. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was impressive. Yeah. Yeah, Eli's... So, yeah, most of my Peyton Manning moments are... Uh, him acting like an idiot, basically. Ad- advertisements. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Peyton Manning, he's 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 great. Uh, he's, I've, he's like the guy I love to hate, you know. I'm from Indiana, so I had, like, passive, like, I like Indiana. But I actually rooted for the New Orleans to beat them, which was weird. I just like Drew Brees more. When in, like, some sort of Super Bowl? Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the, super, the second Super Bowl that Peyton was in. That he'll, he'll they all blur together to me. Like, I'm a Lions fan, as you know. And right. The Lions have never been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. Yeah. You guys suffered a big loss this week. No, I'm not aware of this. What's going oh, on? Calvin Johnson, like officially, officially retired. All oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That did yeah. not come across my Twitter. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it was kind of known. Like he retired like day after Super Bowl or like day after the season ended. And it's funny. This is actually an interesting point of my life as a grand slam store owner i have a calvin johnson starbucks sure it does pretty well like people ask kids the kids ask for the guy is nicknamed after a transformer (laughs) yes his name is megatron yes and uh kids love that but now i have to he retired like super early sure so i don't know if he belongs in the in the annals of grand slams starbucks area now so i'm conflicted yeah uh the Starbucks at Grand Slam, there's a lot of debate about it. To me, it's like a Hall of Fame. Like, a lot of people... Right. People might not know that. Like, I have this box of star... It, for those of you, once again, if you don't know anything about anything in my store, I have a whole showcase that's just boxes of things. And I have, like, labels on the front that say, like, Calvin Johns. I, I can actually run over there and find out what it says. Because he hasn't never accomplished any. I mean, he's basically, he, he did that thing where he, like, broke every record. He broke the record for most passing yards in one season. Sure. That's his big claim to fame. I mean, he also, like, invented that rule where, like, if you drop the ball when you're running across the end zone line, like, I think it's still a touchdown. Oh, yeah? I'm not sure. Well, Deshaun Jackson did that that one time. Yeah, he's But he, well. he's an idiot. He actually dropped the ball before he got across the end zone, I believe. But uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Should we see? Keep... I have like um, like plenty of Calvin Johnson moments. Oh, he's incredible. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a. Freak. I mean, what does that say about Peyton Manning, though? There's 539 touchdowns. Like, I mean, when he broke the record with DT and they like played like hot potato with the football, that was great. Like that was that was awesome when he broke the when he broke Brett Favre's record. But no, I mean, like, how many times? I mean, you just you're just—he's the sheriff. You just see that guy throwing the ball all the time. It's like he threw 539 touchdowns. That's a ludicrous amount of touchdowns. You know what Calvin Johnson never did? He didn't get a lot. T- you know, the year that he caught 1,964 yards, he caught five touchdowns. Way to go, Matt Stafford. How do you even catch that many yards and not get? Yeah, I mean, well, did you watch any of the games, like? 
<laughs> Every one of his catches were in triple coverage. Yeah. Calvin Johnson belongs in the Starbucks. He belongs in Starbucks. I read an article today that he's supposed to be a Hall of Famer. No I mean, matter that, what. That's, I didn't know if it was too early to bring that up, but like I I think so. It's an it's a compelling argument because he like he never won anything, and it's not like it's his fault, right? He's a wide receiver, and he, he plays, plays for the Detroit Lions. Lions. I mean, there's another guy who never won anything, and he went in the Hall of Fame too. But Barry Sanders is arguably the best running back of all time. Sure. So, is Calvin Johnson? I mean, it's just so hard. But at the same time, it's like longevity is a part of the game. Like, there's a reason why. It's interesting. In the same article, they like said that Terrell Owens doesn't deserve. Like, he thought that Calvin Johnson deserves to go to the Hall before Terrell Owens, which is mind blowing to me. Like, Terrell Owens is. He's good. He was. He was. He was a freak. He was a, he wasn't nice. So I believe um, Marvin Harrison went in this year. Was that? Yeah, he killed a guy. Sorry, he, kids. Didn't he go into the Hall of Fame this year? Yeah, he's going in this year. He'll be going to. So Canton he's like, like the first of this influx of the new era of. Right. Because rid- ridiculous cause, offense. Yeah, because right. Randy Moss and Terrell Owens and Isaac Bruce and. Right, and Peyton Manning basically like. He's the igniter. Made. Marvin Harrison, right? Yeah. I mean... No, definitely. I mean, Marvin Harrison played in 1996 and 1997 before he got there. I believe Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback, but they were awful those years. Obviously, they got the first pick in (laughs) in 1998. So... So, we'll see see what the the Hall of Fame... I don't even know who does the voting. Is it like... Just a bunch of parakeets? No, I I don't know. Yeah, it's... I, I I, I hate the Hall of Fame for football. I just hate all halls of fame. The the only one that matters though is the one at Grand Slam in my boxes. So I have to debate myself for a while. Like, <laughs> is there someone that is going to surplant? I don't know if Calvin Johnson is going to belong there because he's done. I don't know. Are kids going to keep asking about him? There's no way of knowing. So right, it's it's a tough life, man, for uh, football. Like you get eight years tops. Yeah, I mean he. That's that's one thing. Peyton's impressive. Like, what did he play? Sixteen years. I mean, he should have died. Like, he should never. He played eighteen seasons. Eighteen. Plus or minus one. Sure. But like he. He shouldn't have come back from that. Like, there's no. I mean, that's. That's where like all the steroid talk is, and I, I don't I don't really give that much credence, but I'm pretty biased. Like, I hate it when they talk. I mean, Grand Slam is a pro steroid store. By the way, oh, yeah, if you're listening sure. to this podcast and like you think that we are against steroids, you should probably, you know, I'm, okay, it's still recording. I, I got to the 15 minute mark, so I was oh, yeah. just curious. Um, like we're definitely a pro steroid era store. So if you don't if you don't like that, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. We're a bunch of young. We're from the Twitter and the Facebook era, so right. Um, Man, I lost my train of thought. All I was saying is that, uh, what was I saying? I I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, I sort just, of interrupted. You started talking about steroids. Peyton Manning played eighteen years. Oh yeah, he shouldn't have been able to play. No, that's why the the steroid story is getting credence because like he should not have been able to come back and then do what he did. Like no one's ever taken a year off and then go. Oh, by the way, now I'm going to play for another team and throw fifty five touchdowns and win a Super Bowl go to the Super Bowl twice. It's never been done. Oh, I, I mean, mean, that's why he's Kurt, Peyton Manning. Kurt Warner did it. Kurt Warner went to another, sure. 
I mean, he didn't take a year. He didn't get injured and take a whole year off. He was injured part of the time. Sure. Kurt Warner's awesome, though, too. So. I. Kurt Warner's in my Starbucks. Sure. I have a Starbucks for Kurt Warner. But the kids ask you for Kurt Warner. Not as often. Do they know who he is? Not as often as people know Megatron more, obviously. I don't know what the kids are into these days. Like, like obviously, Adrian Peterson being on uh, being on Madden is like huge, right? Yeah, and he's not gonna be on Madden anymore. Although they'll probably keep him on there as like a legacy player, right? So I mean, and if he's just like, like the most baller stat guy in the legacy, I don't play Madden. So I don't... <laughs> yeah, I've never I haven't played Madden since uh, Ladanian Tomlinson fumbled that one time and I threw Sean out of my house. I don't think I've played Madden since, like, 96. Oh, yeah? You weren't playing in the Madden. Sega Genesis? You weren't at the Grand Slam. No, I can't. Keen household? I don't have opposable thumbs. Like, I can't operate the... You can't use noob sticks? The noob, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, rough. Hmm. Well, anyways, I guess we're going to end this segment with just, you know, tip of the cap to Peyton Manning and tip of the cap to... Thanks for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And tip of the cap to Calvin Johnson. Thanks for the Super Bowl loss, also. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you can't get them all... Can't get them all right. He did fumble the ball. That was bad. It was a, I like to not think about that game. But Calvin Johnson, it's a guy that, like, it's it so reminds me of the Barry Sanders thing. And I know this affects you a lot more than me. It's just like, yeah, well, cool. Play my nine years. Your team sucks. And I'm retiring. Like, I'm not. I'm sure. I mean, there's no reason for him to stick around. I haven't heard. I need to go research this. I haven't heard. Yeah. I thought that was all, like, Bogus. Yeah, retired at age thirty. But like, I mean, he's younger than us. Like, sure. brilliant. I mean, it's a great move. Like, you don't want to probably watch that Will Smith movie, and it's just like, yeah. <laughs> that's what, I think that's what Call I heard on the TV today. They're like, yeah, he's just worried about getting that CTE and being able to live a life normally. I mean, he got beat up. So, anyways, right, so what, what else do we got going on? Yeah, uh, man. So exciting news this last weekend. Magic more, related. More news. Magic related. Well, there's a new magic set coming out, right? Every Monday. Every Monday there's a new magic set coming out? Yeah. <laughs> Explain that. Sorry. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, for, for the month of February, they announced that they were making a new set every Monday. <laughs> every week in February. That is true. They announced uh, like four new sets in a row, didn't they? Yes. They wanted to get some news, some traction on that website of theirs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now it's on. You can't even navigate their website anymore because it's like a, it's like an escape room. Yeah, it's like locked. Yeah. Again, I, just, I didn't. I, I go. I didn't click on it. So. Right. I actually go to their website for I do some as well, reason, but I'm like, yeah. and I've I've now officially said I'm not going to do that anymore because the last time I went there, because your your store computer probably rebooted. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, click on this room. It's like, oh yeah. no, overheating. Yeah, the Grand Slam uh, laptop is not good. By the way, werewolves. Yeah, werewolves. Oh. <laughs> so, anyways, there's a new magic set coming out, and they announced some cool cards over the weekend. And like, I just want—I like to talk about magic sometimes. I get excited for new sets still. Now, people know I don't really play that much. I used to be like semi-aggressive. I was like a pretty—I played. I was competitive, and you're a pretty competitive player. I, according to their. Uh they did like a survey i'm actually considered a professional player I mean, oh so what survey it's is a, this it's upgrade oh it was like man where, where did i read this i must have been there like uh the wizards of the coast like 
annual report. Okay. Hasbro's like quarterly report about Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. And they like classified players as like, you know, casual, kitchen table, like new player, uh, somewhat competitive. Was there like grumpy old player in there somewhere? That's yeah, where I, mean, I feel like I would sit. Yeah, I mean you begrudgingly yeah, yes, plays. Yes, it was like used to play competitively but doesn't anymore. Right. You would be that guy. Called wash ups. Sure. Is the, what I mean, we call those. But it was I mean, it was a very loose definition of professionals, like played in a premier event in the last six months or something. Oh. And a pro and a Grand Prix yeah. is a premier event. Yeah, Grand Prix are like these big professional tournaments. These are open; anybody can go to them, and it's for it's for cash. Right. So actually, this uh, weekend, they had simultaneously three Grand Prix at three different countries in the world. One, I think, I believe, one was in Australia, one was in uh, Germany, and one was in Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. Calvin Johnson, callback. Megatron was there actually. And so uh, they had all this, all these cool events. There was like a countdown timer on the Wizards website, and they had these escape rooms. They were calling them, like you just sort of walk in. It was basically like a haunted house puzzle quest room. So you like walk in. I didn't go to this tournament because it was modern, but <laughs> uh, like you go in and like do some stuff. Like some cool cosplayers are there, like telling you about puzzles and clues. Puzzles and clues. Yeah, you had to investigate. You had to investigate. And then not a a favorite mechanic, by the way. Once you figured it out, they revealed some cards. Nice. Um, like the the top of the one for me was uh, the Avison, the new Avison. I don't know what her name is. Yeah, this is where we would have a notebook, like maybe some notes, preparation. Yeah, maybe any any semblance of a plan. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Anyways, this chick is like three white, white flash vigilance flying. When she comes into play, give all your creatures indestructible. All your creatures. All your creatures, not inclu- other, including her. So, including her. So it's just like a complete like block blowout. Like obviously it's telegraphed because you have to leave five mana open. But I mean, in 1993 we just played. You just jammed four, Sarah four out flying there. vigilance like. Yeah, yeah, tap out like GG, right? Oh yeah, just five turns, it's over. You like just now, got you, now you get counters. to block too. Well, and you get a player with flash, right? So it's just like if they try to main phase on their turn removal somehow, which I don't know why they would do that. Like then you're flashing in and getting the protection. Yeah, or so you're getting a blocking blowout. It's all kinds of good. Don't block, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, you probably don't ever want to block in Magic. That's a little known. At least in, like, competitive... It's a professional player's piece of advice. <laughs> Don't block. <laughs> yeah. But then does she do anything else? Oh, yeah. Because, like, like, we just... So everything is great. Everything about back of the card so is a different card. She's all, like, bloodied out. Yeah, uh, she's in black. She's one of those flip cards, yeah. if you remember from old Innistrad, or if you remember from the Origins Planeswalkers. It was so long ago. Yeah. It was, like, six, eight months ago. Sure. But she doesn't flip into a planeswalker. She just flips into like uh, angry Avison, Avison the Purifier, I believe, is her name. And how she flips is if another one of your creatures dies, that's not an angel. 
she flips at the beginning of the next upkeep. So it's like a delayed trigger. Mm -hmm. And when she flips, she does three damage to each creature and each player. opponent. Opponent? Yeah, opponent. yeah. It's not you. Each creature and each opponent. I think it's opponent's creatures as well. No, it's, it kills your own guys. Okay. But she does three damage to everything. It's just like... She's coming like a wrecking ball. Yeah, it's, it's she's basically Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Yeah. No, what do you... So what do you think is... six five flyer. Yeah, so she beats. She beats down. She's getting in for nine that turn. Sort of. Not really. I mean, she flips like... I mean, if like she dies at the end of the turn, right? Or if you lose a creature somehow. Yeah, you have to like somehow get rid of a creature. Can you sack a creature? Oh, yeah. All right. So. I mean, that's probably that's probably where it's happening. Like right. Like sacking an Eldrazi Scion or something. Sure. Just some dork to get her, get her red. You flip her over. She wipes. She does the three damage to everything. And gets in, flies in for six. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's beating. What do you, you think? Of, to... uh, like, like you, you think this is a good card? Like, you, like I know you, th a common place if you if you know anything about Grand Slam is Jeremy doesn't like creatures. I don't. Jason like creatures. likes creatures. I do like creatures like this. Like, <laughs> I am fine with Restoration Angel. Right. This is like almost better than Restoration Angel. It costs one more, but like the abilities are a lot better. Mm hmm. And Restoration was like a three four. Yeah. Right. She was a 3 4 for a white and 3. 3 and a white, excuse me. And uh, flying flash, and she would blink another person. Right. Which is weird because she works really well with this one. But that's, mo I mean, that's a format that not. Uh, she play. does not, actually. Re Restoration Angel is non angels. They're all, they're both non angels. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so she can't sort of blink a other angels. A combo. There you are. See, that's why, that's why the man's here. I can't, I can't make decisions on my own. Um, on top of this card, like the art is just gorgeous, right? I don't. Yeah, I, I was trying to figure. Like, out I am the... actually into art, despite my competitive professional leanings. You like old art. I, I do. Prefer like preferential. But this art's good. Yeah, she's just the sweet looking angel. She's like her wings are all bloodied. Like she's, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, mystery. We'll investigate once the rest of the set is spoiled. I feel like the spoiler today was like 10 pages of story, which is why sure. I didn't read any yeah, of it. Yeah, I don't read those. Because it's not Legend of the Five Rings, so I just don't care. Like I, It's the, just too long. The story in Magic is just like, it doesn't matter. At some point, the Phyrexians are going to show up. <laughs> right, they, they always do. Yeah, they always, those guys always show up. Um... Yeah, but you think, like, what are, what are, do you have, like, an application for this card in competitive play? For maybe some of, some of our standard players that might be listening? Oh, just, like, a straight up, like, here's a deck? Yeah, what would you yeah, do with her? Now, Warping Whale and Avacyn. Oh, okay, or can you? Well, Warping Whale is a, it's a counter target sorcery spell for one waste. One. One and a waste. And a waste. Okay. And, or it can put a scion into play. Oh, okay. And you can sack your side for some mana. Flip your angel. So you're just using Warping Whale to, yeah. like, turn into a... It's like turning it into a three damage to everything. Sure. Instant. Yeah. Uh, essentially, yeah. Is it, it's not really instant, though, because... Not exactly instant. Hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a delayed three to everything. I mean, you do it during their end step too, right? Right. Or, I mean, it's just it's a control finisher. You um, don't see it being like a beat down aggro guy. Oh no no no. Or a mid range card. It's a mid range card, right? No, I still don't think so. Like, like I said, you're never blocking, so it's like. I think it's a control finisher. Or a pyroplasm. Hmm. Like you can, I don't think it's a mid range. Like, what kind of value are you getting out of? I mean, there is an interesting concept with the Eldrazi Displacer. Like, you can, you can just repeatedly blinker, right? Right. Yeah, and Eldrazi Displacer is just like white and two. It's like a activated ability, white and two color, so it works like right into the deck. And she like she comes back in tapped. Right. Which, and then she makes all your stuff indestructible. Right. When that happens yeah. or whatever. So, like, like it, say she's on the red side, you blink her, she comes back on the white side. Yeah. And then gives all your dudes indestructible. And you can do this all in response to, like, like on their her turn. doing three yeah. damage to things, too. Sure. So you'll give all your guys indestructible. And, it, I mean, that's it's a one-sided, like, deal three damage. It's pretty, it's pretty good for a couple, three mana. Dang. There's a lot of good stuff. This card's good. This card is good. Like, this is a reason to come in and, and buy packs. And it's go a, to pre-releases and all that stuff. Yeah, like, for sure. Oh, dude, the, like, stamped foil, like... Alter, well, it's not alternate art. It's just the, the foil. Right, it's... it's. Yeah. I assume they're still doing that. I actually haven't heard, but... The alternate art or the stamp? The stamp stuff. They do the stamps, I'm sure. I don't you know. I don't know anything about... I did see the new... The new box. It's a big Jace investigating some clues i'm not really fond of this 